Welcome back to another episode of Talking Chaos. I am the Condor, as always, and with me, as per the usual, is Warlock Fred. Hey guys, how's it going? What kind of spells you got for us this week, Fred? You, you, we've been joking about you casting shit, and I, frankly, like, other than being a bird, have never witnessed anything too terrible. I literally I, turned you into a bird. I know, well, all right. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> Um, we've Don't. got an interesting topic for you guys this week, uh, but before we get into it, we'd really like to thank our patrons, uh, all three of them. Um, right now I believe it's, uh, Chelsea B, Mike S and Allie S. Uh, thank you very much for supporting us. Um, if you'd like to be credited in an episode, sign up, uh, at our Patreon at patreon.com slash talking Sorry, guys. I'm a little loopy. Um, I got a rock in my body. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it in an episode sometime. But for now, I mean, we, we, if you'd like, we could mention it real quick. I mean, you, we do. We can do your medical ailment if you'd like. Well, I don't really want to put the audience through too much, and I'd rather like uh, be really vague about it in hopes that they'll listen to an episode in the future where we <laughs> maybe bring it up. So. Not, not bad. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, so for now, uh, this week's episode, or this, today's episode, is going to be on uh, what people are going to be nostalgic for 20 years from now, okay? So in 20 years, what will people be nostalgic for? Um, Fred, do, what do you got? What do you got to say on this? Blu-ray players. Or like you know, some some form like the, whatever media it is, a physical like the, copy of yeah, your fi- your entertainment, right? Yeah, f- physical entertainment, or like even fuck, like mo- like a, at that point. Tw- so, I, I think I mentioned this to you a couple minutes ago. Was the like twenty years ago for us was ten? We were, were like, the age of ten. Yeah, yeah, it was like ten years old. Where like compute like the internet was actually like starting to pick up. Like we were actually like. It was starting to like computers were actually starting to become an actual like in school thing because you know the government funding fucks everybody over. I uh, I went to an elementary school where we had computers. I took a typing class, but right around mm-hmm. the age of ten was the first time that my parents contemplated getting us a home computer, mm-hmm. and it became something that was affordable, um, even like bad ones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, I mean, what is considered bad by today's standard, which back then was like cutting edge and still like several. Right, right. Hours. That's exactly what I mean, too. Um, so <laughs> in 20 years, we'll be 50. Yep. Give you some context. It will be 2039. Will we have cl- flying cars yet? We touched uh, on this a long time ago, and I'm still <laughs> fucking like. The flying cars thing. Uh, will people be nostalgic for driving their uh, own vehicles? I think that's a – so for me personally, I see, I think that's a freedom that people aren't willing to give up and won't be able to give up. Like, I mean – You don't think right? in 30 years or 20 years they will have given it up or it will have been taken away from them? Uh, now, that may be the, th- the case, but I think that willingly is the, is the issue. Um, I think that actual like – physical driving like where you're like you you press the pedal the car goes you know you steer you have the steering wheel all that shit like so my thing is is like i see the like 
AI physical participation of driving, right? That's what you're talking about, being engaged in the act of driving. Yeah, because like right now we're in the development stages of AI where like AI is actually like automated driving and things like that. We're like there's self-driving cars. Yeah, like but there's a significant amount of technology involved with that. Like they have to have all these type of sensors and everything else in order to do it. And so the issue I have, like, so for example, and it's not that I'm not like pro green energy or anything like that, but the, um, our energy, like for example, the like electric cars, our, our current grid that we have, like the electric grid we have. It, it wouldn't support the entire population having electric cars. Yes. Like it, I totally it, it, understand what you're about to say. We are genuine generating enough wattage to deal with the amount of vehicles that the populace would have. Uh, you basically need twice as, mu- twice as much power as we're currently generating, I think. Maybe three uh, times as much. I don't know the specifics on it. Well, I- my assumption is that to power a vehicle to run for an entire day would take about the same amount of energy the average house generates in a day. That's my assumption. I think it's a fair assumption. You're looking at me like, eh, six in <laughs> well, one hand, half a dozen in the other. Um, <laughs> no, it, like for me, I, I don't know the exact specifics. I, I don't know like wattage, kilowatt per hour, everything. Like, Yeah, know, we're not people. electricians. Uh, I, absolutely, I'm not. We're two college <laughs> dropouts and one of us is attempting to change that. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's but, definitely not the bird. <laughs> I'm going back to Hogwarts. Yeah, so like CDs too. Well, I mean, we CD- grew up in the cassette CD era, and CDs are actually less of a thing now. Like, even I miss now. CDs. Well, I mean, how many places have you been recently that have actually sold CD? Like, other than like, that's a very interesting question. I can't remember the last time I saw like a, a CD like a- bin or a CD rack. Yeah, like, like any like, shopping center. So for me, I see them occasionally. Like, so that there are very like, for me, it's the like, the the big chain that I I, I won't use names, but like, yeah, yeah. one starts with the W, one starts with the T. Like, <laughs> um, the big chains that use like that sell media and entertainment and things like that. They their sections for the CD section have gotten smaller and smaller and oh, yeah. smaller because we've gone to the digital streaming age of that we are in now. Yeah, you and I grew up in in st- with stores that had uh, places Cassette. where you could listen to music too. Yep. There were stations with headphones where you could like scan a CD, listen to it for a little while, check it out. Got get a feel for it. Okay, I really, yep, really yep, like this. Yep. It's worth the twenty three goddamn dollars it's gonna cost to buy <laughs> this piece of fucking silicone. It so, felt like they were silicone. So for me, like high hard plastic. I, I grew up in the way in the fucking sticks. Like it was a bitch to get me to any of the chain stores we're talking about. And um so for me it was <laughs> it, it was you listen to the radio and when you hear that fucking like that that song come on you press fucking record on that cassette <laughs> I, I did that shit when i was a little kid too <laughs> and, and you, that like, shit was dope 
I, I know it, it's me dating myself, but at the same time, that was me at like eight, nine, ten years old. Like, yeah, absolutely. And I remember hitting, hitting record on like some of the like pop stations and shit like that to catch the new shit. <laughs> I wonder like, if I'm gonna miss conventional key, uh, computers. Hmm. Like, I know that e-gaming is kind of a thing, so that may not fall off as quickly as I imagine it will. But I have this sort of fear that everything's going to become touch and I'm going to miss like a keyboard and mouse. I think the thing that's going to happen is the conventional, um, the conventional desktop as it was when we were growing up, which is this big ass fucking tower, like right next, like you had a monitor, a keyboard, a mouse, like, yeah, I'm currently running on that right now talking to you all. (laughs) But, um, like as we've even seen now they they have the all in ones where it's literally just a monitor that has everything else inside of it yeah but i also have one of those <laughs> you know but i'm kind of worried that like computers are going to be starting to be built in less of a um like vr is going to become a really ridiculous thing and so I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna miss the conventional like console gaming because I think that's gonna start mean? to fade away. What, what do you mean console gaming? Like you mean the like um, controller hooking it up into your TV? Instead, it's gonna be a a system you step into. Well, but, like uh, it's like that movie that I won't go into that where you like put the stuff on. Mm. And you you bec- well, suddenly you're in a reality. You don't even need a TV anymore. You know what? I I know we've played this game for a while of let's avoid the pop culture references, and I mm-hmm. it, it, I feel like it's starting to hinder where we're trying. Like the the aspect- it is coming to it ahead a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So and it was originally a book, but Ready Player One is the yeah is that's the, the one I'm referencing for sure. And, and I appre- and I understand that, and I appreciate that because that is, I feel like that is where we're going within the next twenty years. Like that, that, I feel like that's where the desk, or not necessarily console gaming, because I, or actually, I can see console gaming because, like, I mean, we have. I can see places- both of them phasing out in the same way because VR takes over completely. Um. So I I I, I get that feeling. I'm I'm a console gamer. Like uh, for me personally, like I have both an Xbox and a PlayStation. Well, um, this is the part that in my mind logically makes the most sense. Okay. VR mm. is not going to take over because it's a preference. Mm. It's going to take over because it's a convenience. Okay. And this is my logic behind that. Companies, right? Call centers are a great example. Okay. Or um, tech support centers of any kind where you've got basically hundreds of people that come to a particular place to do the same job. How much easier would it be if they all had virtual headsets at home and they stepped into a virtual office and did the same job? I mean, you're essentially talking about telework, which is already a thing that happens. Yep. Like you, you can VP like, so for example, in the job that I work or in the location I work now, like, we have civilian contractors that can do teleworking where they like, Hey, I'm not like they call in and like, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make it into the office today. And they create their own VPN VLAN session and like work essentially from home. 
and can create like can do everything they can do at work just at home. And there's a lot like I know in the tech industry specifically, there's a lot more people working or moving towards that, like where it's a lot more virtualization and a lot more like decentralization instead of it being hey. Uh, I guess I guess we're all we're circling around something that's a lot deeper that it just dawned on me it just suddenly clicked mm-hmm. and now a lot of people have been talking about this forever but like it's so self-evident when you and I both look outside we can definitely notice the difference and we're going to be the generation that watches this happen but nobody leaves their house anymore downtowns yeah. are dying in ways that I could not possibly fathom. Some continue to live on because of the way that the, they're, this, the we'll call they're it a microcosm of society, the way that yeah. it, it, it's supported on that. Their, their micro environment. Yeah. So but like Chicago is a great example of a place that there are tons of people that are still on the street that still use public transportation to still go to work, but mm-hmm. as those jobs don't become necessity to be there, as teleworking becomes easier and easier to do and cheaper and cheaper than like bringing employees to an office, you're going to see places like Chicago start to dwindle. And you, I think you already have. The suburbs obviously have grown in places like Chicago, in places like New York City. Um, in those downtown areas, they're receding. It's like watching a bald spot appear on the top of somebody's head. Like there's this donut sort of, I think that that's my prediction is I'm going to miss downtowns. I think. So I disagree. Um, You think so? No, no, no. I I understand where you're going with it. I understand that like a lot more. I'm glad you disagree. I like having other ideas. No, I, I understand that the whole like there's going to be a decentralization of like the tech industry and like um, major like work, like call center, like you were saying, call centers and stuff like that. But like you're still going to have to have at some to some extent, at least personal interaction with um, like going like I and and I've even that's seen- the part that's starting to fade too, man is there's less and less personalization of people and interaction. Like, that's why I love what we're doing here right now, because it feels so much more personal than most of this shit that I'm listening to on the internet. I could be wrong. I could be completely full of shit, and it could be the drugs that I'm on right now. (laughs) I have no fucking clue, man. I'm just saying, that's already something I miss. And maybe it's part of the reason why I like go out of my way to have strange ass conversations with fucking strangers. So, um, as a generation, I think it's something that we've noticed. Like, I, we I, have I'm, to take note of. Well, it's, it's almost a responsibility that we have. <laughs> like, uh, so I know that, like, in mainstream media and everything, the term millennial has become a derogatory term. But I it's actually so fucking derogatory. But I'm actually okay with labeling myself as a millennial because that's actually where I was. Like, I actually was there during, like... I'm a millennial libtarb snowflake. I don't give a shit, man. I mean, we're, I'm not going that far with the, like, adding politics to it, but... The, hey, hey, I'm not saying you're a snowflake. I'm just saying 
I know that that's what the people on the internets call me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so like I've actually experienced where it went from like cell phones being like literal phones to like texting became a thing. And then like, I, yeah, I nobody feel- calls each other anymore. I already missed that. Yeah, like, I mean, I call you, I call Rhodes sometimes, like, occasionally, and I call my mom and and my wife, and that's kind of it. You call your wife on a necessity, and you guys live together. I think that's just, like, that's just one of those things. No I matter mean, how much you, you are close to somebody and you live with them, that's going to be the one person you call the most. It seems so, like, re- redundant. When I think about it, <laughs> anybody's so, in contact with you the most, it's the person you live with. <laughs> Why no. would they need to be on the phone with you so much? Well, I mean, so for example, there, there are times where uh, she'll, she'll give me like, hey, here's the grocery list. I need you to go get these things. And, and like, I'll look at the list and be like, ah, fuck, this is going to be at least a three call list. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm not going to know what she specifically means on at least three of these items. I get it. Like, so like I'll go to the store and be like, and then like, all right, so I need to look at fucking like pasta sauce or whatever, like marinara something. (laughs) Like, Hey, um, so there's like 12 different fucking flavors and like seven different brands. Are we going to miss our balls as men? Is that where you're going with this (laughs) in in 20 years? I mean, maybe I'm, I hate to sound so misogynistic, but it just sounded like that's where you headed with this. <laughs> no, not at all. Actually, that's the lack of misogynist misogyny, I guess. I don't know, like the lack of balls. But at the same time, like <laughs> you bring. I'm up- such a mama's boy, just so everybody knows. <laughs> it's such a tragedy. No, so you bringing that up, like okay, in 20 years, I would like to see it that there is actually like male birth control instead of it just being reliant upon the female or condoms. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. But like, like that's not, I'm not going to miss the backwards. Like what's happening now. It's not a part of what I'm going to miss. <laughs> um, I'm still going to miss some of my favorite politicians who will go unnamed. Um, I, I've, and I'll probably miss some television shows that will have probably been taken off the air. That will I mean, be really tragic. In 20 years, I doubt that any of the TV shows that are currently on will still be on. Like, I, let's see. Here, the, you don't the, think reruns? I, fucking Cosby I, show was on forever. <laughs> I, look, man. I, TV I, land I, played some really old shit for a while there, man. I mean, putting on new shit, like the same TV shows of today, putting on new shit in 20 years. Oh, yeah, for sure. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. I wonder if TV will even be a thing. It'll probably, like, in 20 years, we'll probably have some fucking microchip or, like, circuit board attached to our brain that'll just be streamed directly to our brain and whatever. Oh, you think commercials will just, like, download into our cerebellum without our goddamn permission? That sounds like the society that that we're headed to. Well, I mean, so, again, pop culture references. If you haven't seen Altered Carbon, you need to. Oh, yeah, I watched it. It was good. Yeah, and so, like, when... um, like he's getting all the like ads and feedback and everything else. And she like comes in and like helps him out with the like, Hey, you don't want to like, and like inject spoiler alert 
What the I, fuck? <laughs> first off, that's like episode one, like maybe twenty minutes in. Like I, don't, I was just making jokes, Fred. I don't know why you gotta take this so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> take another shot of bourbon. God damn. He did too. <sighs> Straight up Rick Sanchez right here. Um what else do you think you might miss? Um do you, will you miss your mom? You think your mom's gonna be alive? So it, it's interesting you bring that up. I don't have a great relationship with my parents. And I think I've even had this conversation with you of the like I don't plan on coming back home unless there's either a class reunion or a funeral. Or a funeral. Jesus. <laughs> and I, it's not like I'm coming back for my grandma's funeral. That lady was an old ass bitch. And I'm not like anyone. That's that's family you're speaking of, so that's why it's okay. <laughs> but like, it, like I'm definitely gonna come back like for my parents' funerals whenever the fuck that happens. Whether that be you think it'll happen in the next twenty years? Um, with how certain, old will they be? Uh, they'll have definitely no. Will they be older than seventy? Yes. I, the they, odds are excellent that they could be dead. Yes, like seventies, eighty, like late seventies, early eighties. So the, you won't necessarily miss your parents. <laughs> I mean, not saying that I won't miss my parents, but there isn't much of a relationship there right now, anyway. So it's not necessarily something that I'm like, oh no, I'll be heartbroken over that. Like there, there aren't. There I'm are, sure you'll miss them, but it won't be the deep miss that you imagine other people have when they think of missing their parents. Is that what you're yeah. trying to say? Yeah, essentially. Like there, I know that there are people that have much better relationships. Excuse me. There are much people that have much better relationships with their parents than I do. But like, and I know that they're like, oh my god, like that. They're the people that like break down and cry at the funeral and everything like that. And I really don't see that happening for me. Yeah, dude. If my mom dies in less than twenty years, I'll be broken. Like yeah, I you, said, mama's boy, right? <laughs> I was yeah. gonna bring it up. I'm not trying to. I, that's not where you're going. Um, uh, hey, I love your mom. She's fucking great. She she's a hard ass and she's kind of crazy sometimes, but I love her. Shout out to Condor's mom. Um, <laughs> I'm probably gonna miss my daughter's childhood the most. Oof! I know that sounds like some crazy ass shit to say, but she'll be 23 years old. So. Yeah. Well, so, and for the, for those of you who don't know, like Condor is not like with his daughter twenty four seven. Yeah. Like, like there is a separate. I'm a part time parent for sure. Yeah. And whereas with me, like I I would like to in like okay twenty years, I'll. I'll have been out of the military. Like if I decide to stick it out and do the, do the training, get retirement, everything like that, if I decide to do it, like, so what's, what's great for me is I've actually timed this out that, um, when I retire at 20 years, my daughter turns 18 that fucking year. And I can be like, Hey, get the fuck out. I'm retired. Get out. <laughs> You're such a prick. <laughs> so how old will she be in 20 years? In 20 years, she'll be 24. Yeah, okay. So think about that for a second. Like, all right. Like, I would hope 
and I would like to think that she's been like put through college and taken care of because I've made some reasonable financial investments to be able to do that. Yeah. But like, I mean, 24, where the fuck? Well, I mean, I was in the military at 24. Like I had my 24th birthday in Mississippi. <laughs> um, Not where I would want to be. <laughs> oh, no. Like, yeah, good God. Okay, so... And, we, won't, we won't talk about it right now. No, no, no. We've, we've done the birthday episode. So you y'all know that my birthday is in summer. And, like, summer Mississippi, you're literally swimming down the fucking sidewalk because the humidity is so goddamn hot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So will you miss your daughter's childhood the same way that I think I will miss mine? You know, there... There are some things that even to this day, like, I I have some friends that are, like, for lack of a better term, elder parents. Like, mm-hmm. the, 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 they have kids that are older and, like, oh, you're going to miss these days and everything like that. And it's, like, and, like, my daughter, she's four and she's, like, 40 fucking pounds. But she still wants, <laughs> like, daddy, pick me up. And it's, like. Yeah, but, I'm with you. But child, you're forty fucking pounds. Like I, I'll, I'll pick you up. But like, you're two bowling balls. Like we're going twenty feet, and then Daddy's putting you down. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not uh, a strong man. And, and, and I was and raised in the two thousands. <laughs> so for me, it's more the like I miss when she was like the, and I, I see. I see um, the like memories on Facebook and everything of the like when she was like a tiny little like like fucking like 13 pound chunker <laughs> and like so for the first like three weeks that she was alive she slept on my chest like that that was where the only place she wanted to sleep and I was good with it <laughs> and yeah. um and uh it's it's different to see this 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 child like literally child like I can't call her a toddler anymore because like she's, well, she'll be an adult in twenty years. Ah eh, man, fuck off. <laughs> I know it's terrifying. I know it is. It's like I mean, fucking ten years. Like what's gonna happen in ten years? She's gonna be a goddamn teenager. She's gonna be dating boys. I'm gonna be like, hey motherfucker, I got guns. No, yeah, I was trained to use them. I, I've been I've been trained to use them. I, I can kill you from a fucking different zip code. <laughs> and that'd do it for me. <laughs> Put me out of my misery for a first day for sure. <laughs> that might be not that that'll definitely not be something either of us miss is watching either of our daughters date. Hopefully by then they aren't. Um in twenty years? Yeah. I mean I assume that the, actually now that I think about it, I hope my daughter is dating at 24. I kind of do too. Because so I dated like, obviously I dated, but like I didn't get married until I was 22. Can I ask you a question? Go. At what age would it be appropriate for me to ask your daughter out? <laughs> I had to. It's completely uncalled for. I would never do that. Not in a million years. I swear to God. But I just thought I'd, I wanted to see the look on Fred's face in this mix of like semi laughter and mild fury and rage. <laughs> now that he's turning red. 
it's it's apparent that I went too far. <laughs> Remember that whole "I'll kill you" from a zi- different zip code thing. I know, but like I'm like it, it twenty applies zip today. codes away, so I feel safer. I feel twenty six times safer. <laughs> you are only a nine hour drive away. I only do it for the laughs. I don't think that any of that is appropriate. I don't think anybody with fucking twenty seven year difference should be dating ever unless it's maybe just like friends with benefits that's the only time bruh what at least then i know that both parties are like getting something out of it whereas like the other thing is always like somebody's got money don't they right you're you're 30 living in the same fucking bedroom you were at at 12 well you gotta hate like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's homely. You think it's homely? It's familiar. I, I'm going to miss this bedroom, goddammit. In 20 years, I hope I mess this bedroom. You fucking bringing it up like that. We're going to wrap this episode up because I feel like things are getting real personal. <laughs> um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash talking chaos. We got a YouTube channel. We got a Facebook page. Uh, if you think that you know what's up and think we're completely full of shit, go to our subreddit at Talking Chaos Podcast and tell us what you would be nostalgic for in 20 years. Uh, Thank you guys and have a great night.